All I see are boobs. No, come on. <laughs> Bikinis. And this, this is the part of the podcast. Middle-aged man nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing that we could even do this episode, Casey, yes. because I'm just I'm just so angry at the insufficiency of Joshua Harris's apology. <laughs> I yeah, how are you even functioning? Actually, That's... <sighs> it's I, I I don't know it. I, I don't even have the energy to engage the culture right now. I... First of all, how dare he apologize for something? It, sincerely. It... It, it and just... take action towards trying to prevent further damage. It was a re-traumatization, if you ask me. <laughs> I, I'm feeling re-traumatized by everything. Just seeing he, his name every, show up in your feed. It, it was like everything he personally did to me in the 90s, it was just, he did it again. <laughs> I didn't ever even read that book. I think we've talked. Have we talked about this before? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it got kind of popular, and I was already with Danny. And I'm like, well, I know if I read that, I'm going to feel like I should break up with him. Oh, I'm sorry. You were, so you were one of those kids who actually. <laughs> Shut up. Shut figured, up. Figured out relationships. And didn't, didn't. Well, if you can call it that. Didn't stumble ass backwards through your teens and 20s <laughs> from one horrific embarrassment to the next well not i mean i figured out one relationship so (laughs) it only takes one that was my motto (laughs) so i wouldn't say i like figured out dating or anything like that but anyways so i never read the book i just know the basic premise of it yeah there was a time there was a time in my life that i was i was really sort of annoyed with josh harris because mm-hmm. uh, people, people. Took Which time though? While he was right, like while the book was popular, or after? No, it gave me some. Was... It gave me some cover, like in the time, because I could sort of explain away my awkwardness by sort of hiding behind that book. Ah, uh, like I'm not dating because I'm committed to radical purity, purposeful singlehood. Yes, yeah. <laughs> is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, one of the things. And courting and all that stuff. Yeah, but then it, it sort of got taken to like a really like crazy place where you're you're not you're literally not supposed to be alone with your your spouse before the wedding and right um, right. <clears throat> and then I got like sort of really angry at him because it got conflated with scripture and mm-hmm. you know it's like that's that's not quote unquote God's way like that's just what somebody thinks might be a good idea. Right, but then it flipped again because then it, it sort of became this cottage industry in the in the homeschool alumni, uh, you know, movement to just sort of blame Josh Harris for everything. And it was right. like, like, guys, like, come on, like, I was- feel like the culture was already there. Like, he just he put like a young, attractive face to it. The culture was already there. Well, I guess- in the he was 19 and they, they, right. they pushed like a book publishing contract in front of him. Like what? Of course he was going to do Like what, what yeah. could you possibly know about anything at age 19? I don't know. Like to, 
because like, the things I thought I knew at 19, like I was an idiot at 19. Right. I'm, I'm yeah. glad nobody put a contract in front of me and told me to write a book. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, at least now we have another person to hate forever. Well, I mean, that that would work if I wasn't such a contrarian because now I... Now That's that, true. Now, what's the consensus? Because you have to go against that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like people are all over the place with this one, though. Like, some people are genuinely like, oh, wow, this is a good thing. He's so humble in this apology. Uh, wow, you know, not putting his books back into print or whatever he said. And then other people are like, well... Unless you go back and pay all my therapy bills, this means nothing. <laughs> so. <laughs> Which, you know, I mean, why stop there? Why can't he, you know, pay for any any future right. therapy I, I might need for other things, too? Because it's all connected. Right. It's all connected. It's all connected. It all. My brokenness started <laughs> not when Adam sinned in the garden. Definitely started when I read <laughs> I Kiss Dating Goodbye. Well, I, you know, I think your brokenness started when you were carried in a papoose. <laughs> I don't think I was carried in a papoose in the eighties. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm I'm giving you the transition here. I'm just okay, I'm waiting so... for the rant to to happen. <laughs> well, I mean, we're like a week late on this, but it's okay. This is fun, sexy Bible time. We can we can talk about things that aren't hot off the press. So Pierce Morgan tweeted a picture of Daniel Craig carrying his baby in a baby carrier, you know, just like an Ergo or baby Bjorn, whatever, who knows what brand it was and said something like, I don't have the tweet up, but it was just like, um, what did it say? Oh no, not you too, James Bond. And it was like hashtag emasculating or something like that. Like Daniel Craig had, you know, decided to, you know, not be manly anymore by carrying his baby in a baby character, character carrier. And of course, people were all up in arms about this, which why, who's, why is anyone paying attention to Pierce Morgan anyways? I don't know. But everyone was all up in arms about this. And I was just thinking, <laughs> obviously, Pierce did not listen to our fun, sexy Bible time episode about grocery dads <laughs> and how <laughs> men having children somehow, for some reason that makes me angry, just makes them more attractive. So I was thinking, like, you know that scene in Casino Royale where Daniel Craig is strapped naked to a chair? <laughs> do you know this? I only watch Pure Flix. I have no idea. What <laughs> That's not true. Do you know what's he? So he's strapped naked to a chair and he's getting tortured. And I was like, you know what could have made that scene even hotter <laughs> if Daniel Craig was wearing a baby <laughs> strapped to the chair. <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> Pierce's big thing was like. Just use your arms. That's what they're there for. It's like, <laughs> why wouldn't a man want to have his arms free to do other things while he's carrying his baby? Like, this is a great, in it's not even an invention. We just borrowed it from smarter people 
who have done this for centuries. But, like, <laughs> why does it make you not manly to be able to multitask? Anyways, yeah. Somebody else then, so then everybody decided to, you know, tweet their pictures of Piers, all the dads wearing their babies. Adorable. Okay. okay. (laughs) Yes, go ahead. You gotta stop. Okay, first of all, like, we're just gonna ignore the fact that you somehow crossed the streams of, like, naked dudes and babies. (laughs) I'm just saying. We're just gonna gloss right on over that. What, my, my point is that. Any like a man with a baby is hotter than a man without a baby <laughs> for some stupid reason. Like uh, why why is that? But not in but not a <laughs> not a naked guy. It's just a joke. Gosh. <laughs> it's just a joke. Anyways, but like James James Vanderbeek, who I've literally never found attractive in my life. How he comes across you? he How comes across is... my Instagram with his five children and I'm like, "Oh, wow." And I t- I can't even help myself. He's so hot. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's just like you're, wow. you're imagining him strapped to a chair with all five no, children. Shut right up. Now. Shut up. <laughs> it's just like anyways. So, Pierce obviously has no idea what he's talking about. Okay, you're also insinuating that it was not only a dumb take, but also a, a are we calling this an, a, a thought crime against indigenous culture? Maybe, yeah. Where's, uh, where's, <laughs> where's Caitlin Curtis when we need her? That was I a mean, Christian just, Twitter deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's just smart to be able to carry your baby and also do other things. But like, why do, why only moms get to do that? Because moms have to be doing everything and dads can just hold their babies and do nothing else. I, That's dumb. I thought it was sort of a brilliant tool. <clears throat> I, well, of course it was. And then he doubled down on it. But he pivoted and said it was just <laughs> about the papoose. Like it wasn't about – because most people are – most people just are stupid and they look for any reason – at all to get upset about anything. Not that you're stupid well, yeah. if you got upset about this, but people <clears throat> just love to get upset about stuff. And everybody seemed to take the position that he was just against dads carrying babies, period. And so No, he, I didn't even take it that way. He had like a little pivot where he said, No, it wasn't about that. It was about just the papoose. He's like, carry him in your arms, caveman style. The way we would It didn't even occur to it. me that he would be that stupid to be like against dads carrying kids. I mean, I, I guess it's possible, but I, 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 I definitely thought he was talking about the carrier. It's just like, oh no, not you too. And it's just such a weird, I think that was my first reaction. Like when it first came out, like in the, in the fun, sexy Bible time group DM, it was like, well, that's a weird take. Like I just, <laughs> so I like, weird. just could not understand like why he would do that. And then it was like, oh, okay. He's just trolling. Yeah, he's, he's just trying to get some spotlight here. I just love like it within the first replies. It was just like a picture of Daniel Craig in a bathing suit, and then a picture of Pierce Morgan in a bathing suit. People were like, "Really, Pierce? Really? Are you going to talk to Daniel Craig about manliness?" Because I mean, what do you even say? <laughs> I I don't I don't know. <laughs> 
You can you can take out what I said about the strap to the chair thing if it makes you uncomfortable. No, I mean I'm well, gonna... it's literally just making a joke. No, I mean I'm gonna cross some streams here in, in a minute too. It's okay. It's we're we'll come full circle. It, okay. It, it might not be pleasant, but we'll 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 tie everything together. All right. So I think we should. Um, see what's been going on in the marriage bed. <laughs> There's really no way to phrase There's talking not. about There's this not. account without sounding uh, inappropriate because well, they've called they've called their account the marriage bed. You're yelling so, at you're yelling at me and and uh, Pastor Rich. Yeah, because of- Rich is like, I think Casey's the one who introduced you to the marriage bed. I'm like, <laughs> what the. Can we please rephrase that? <laughs> that was that was that was the least of the problems with that segment, though. Really, what, what were the what were the problems with that segment, Kate? <laughs> well, um, finger banging, just you I know, no off the top of, of my head. I know that's obviously like, you have confused us with uh, another podcast, possibly <laughs> the No Chill Enneagram podcast. Oh, they've definitely hit on that. <laughs> Okay, so I feel like some of these tweets need to just be presented without comment because we can't take this podcast just like to some of these places that they want us to. So the first one, try. Nope, (laughs) not this one. The first one, I'm just gonna put it out there in case you know the five listeners who decided to follow this account after our last episode on them didn't see this tweet hashtag couples question what five things do you like that start with the letter c (sighs) first of all what are they asking people to do sit down together and make a list and then why the letter (laughs) c and then also just why they Why? Really could not have picked a more loaded letter than the letter right? C. <laughs> I mean, I know. It's, a, it's. I was impressed with that, and I was actually pretty bummed that there were no replies. I was waiting. Some of their tweets get some great responses. Okay. Okay, so I have a couple of these saved that are in here just because of typos. <laughs> okay. So this is one. This is a hashtag sex tip somehow. Do you think you make sex as much as a propriety as God would like you to make it? I think it's supposed to say priority, but it says propriety. (laughs) There's another one. Hold on. Okay, here we go. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) Sex is more fun when you are naked, dot, dot, dot. That means naked both physicality and emotionally. <laughs> physicality. Just, yes, the typos are great. And then we have a series of very interesting stock photos, which is what this account does best. So we have, so this is a link to a, article i don't know if you ever click on their links but some of them are very interesting so it says lack of sex desire does not equal lack of love assuming it does only makes things worse 
okay, that's fine. But the picture is a man and a woman in bed, naked. They're definitely naked. And she's, like, turning away from him and got her hand up. Like, no, no, no. (laughs) No touching. And I'm just like, that's mean. (laughs) What? What? That's not nice to get in bed naked and then say, no, no, no. And it also just doesn't go with this. I mean, yes, it goes with it. But who even made that picture? Like, that's a thing. What what was the original purpose of that picture? Exactly. Like, she's obviously telling him no, but they're both naked. So maybe it's just like, no, no, no. You have to go brush your teeth first or I don't know. Or maybe it's not again. I also feel like they photoshopped the wedding rings on in this picture. I'm looking at it now. It, it's it's a little dicey, the wedding ring situation. <laughs> Do you think the marriage she's, bed I mean, she's got a full face of makeup on and red lipstick. And yeah. she has no clothes on. And she's like, sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one, this, I'm, I'm bringing this one in only for the picture. And it was on October 12th, if anybody wants to go look it up. So it says, slow down. That's the tweet. And the picture says, sex should be savored. Okay. But the picture itself, the guy, the lady's on the bed. (laughs) So she must be on the foot of the bed. Unless your bed's in a weird angle in the middle of the room. And the guy's like, you know that kiss in Spider-Man? Yeah. The first? Yeah. So he's like hanging over her. And I just... I don't understand. Nobody does that, right? <laughs> she's like laying in the bed. Na- I mean, she's naked too. All these women are naked. They, I mean, they're covered. And he's like about to kiss her upside down, which I just think has got to be not enjoyable. Yeah, I, th- I think like if you're talking <laughs> physics of it here or like you know, the physical aspect, one of them is definitely hanging off the bed. <laughs> She's on the. She's like the foot of the bed. Her head's at like the foot of the bed. So then he's at, yeah, <laughs> just this. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say something and I just stopped myself. Okay, <laughs> okay. This picture and this tweet. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna try to talk about this and keep it somewhat <laughs> appropriate. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Whatever. Okay. This is from 10.6, and the tweet says, I can't, ease comes with practice. I can't do this. (laughs) Ease comes with practice. Not coming easy doesn't mean you can't do it. (laughs) Here's the thing. The link has nothing to do with that, but it sounds like it does. But it's a link to something. But... The picture is a lady <laughs> holding a microphone to her face, holding the microphone up to her face, which a microphone is obviously a phallic-shaped object, and she's holding it up to her face with this tweet that's talking about not coming easy doesn't mean you can't do it. And I just, why did they do that? Also, she doesn't look enthused. 
No, she doesn't. I think maybe the link is about public speaking. Like, because okay. it has the, the articles, nothing about the bedroom. So I think it's about like, if you, if you have to practice something in order to be able to do it well. And probably as like, some people hate public speaking, but if they practice, they'll be able to do well. I don't know. So maybe that's what the picture is. But it's just, that's not what you think. Well, if you're me <laughs> and you read it and you see the picture, it's like, what is this? What are they doing? <laughs> I, I just really cannot get past her expression. <laughs> she's she's really not enthused. <laughs> I'm trying to like imagine what her inner monologue is right now. How about no? How about we don't go into that? Uh, it's just, it just she'd just rather be somewhere else. That's what she looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay, this is from ten twelve. These are all, I didn't have any like hashtag marriage tips this time. These are all sex tips, sex questions. Okay. Sex quote. I don't know who said this quote. There's no, there's, it's not attributed to anyone. Quote, sex is the glue that holds a marriage together, unquote. And then they say, okay, but glue only works on clean surfaces. (laughs) 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 Hashtag. Sex tip. What do you think they're talking about? See, like your marriage has to be actually healthy in order for sex to be the glue. I see. My first in- instinct was like to go back to the the purity culture of you know, like in youth group when they would tell you every time you, depending on the youth group, like depending on where you were. Every time you had a relationship with somebody or, or got physical right. with somebody, it's like it you were giving away rose petals or you were giving right. away your stickiness. Like you were, like you were a piece of tape. <laughs> then that was a real thing. Like you were a piece of tape. Stickiness? Yes. My, my, okay. my mom told me that. My, my mom told me you're a piece of tape. And every girl, she's like, and Matthew, every girl, you're just trying to take that tape and just stick it on them, stick it on them. Wow, and by the mom. time by the time God sends you your 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 wife, you're not gonna have any sticky left for her. <laughs> That's awful. First of all, no, just stop it with the stickiness. Please don't say that word anymore. I, I mean, I'm I'm being like honest. Like that that was like a, a thing. I'm not just. No, I believe you, but so you think that that tweet is about how like you have to start with a clean slate in order for sex to be the glue? <laughs> I don't understand what they're saying. I mean, it, it could mean first any, of all it could mean anything. It could be like a, about hygiene or something. <laughs> Which is important. (laughs) They didn't even like say, they didn't even, they didn't even address if they believe that, like, is sex the glue that holds a marriage together? We really need to. They just, go ahead. Of all the tweets, this one really needs a stock photo to to point (laughs) us in the right direction here. 
Oh, let's see what... <laughs> okay, so the response is, somebody said, so true. Somebody said, preach. So they obviously got it, but I don't get it. <sighs> maybe, maybe a listener of this podcast will clue us in what they could possibly be talking about. I just... I think maybe they mean, like, <laughs> I just, I don't get the notion that it could mean, like, sex is only the glue if your marriage is healthy anyways. But then if your marriage was healthy, do, is sex the, is, I just, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Are, are we sure that the first part is actually <laughs> true? That, that sex is yeah. the thing that holds a marriage together? I mean, I I don't think it is, but can we doubt I that know. presupposition just a little bit? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna doubt that it is. I'm gonna say no, it's not because I just don't think that it is. That means that that would just mean that there were there's times in your life where your marriage should be falling apart. <clears throat> just you know, speaking as a parent, for example. Yeah, <laughs> but. I have not found that to be the case. So and that's my an- anecdotal. <laughs> <laughs> and first of all, like how crazy good is that sex that your marriage is going to fall apart, but that's the <laughs> thing that's keeping it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, I mean, we were going to go our separate ways, but. <laughs> but. <laughs> exactly. This tweet makes no sense. So throw it out. Okay, I have a couple more. It, <laughs> this is a hashtag sex question, which honestly I wish they posted more of. Is having sex with your spouse because you're bored a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> Why is that a question? Like, what? How could it, how could it just, be a bad thing? Right? How could it be a bad thing? Like, oh, we have nothing. First of all, but the the very idea of boredom is kind of outside of my world right now. Yeah. This idea of like, oh, I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> yeah, I think that's called being 26 and not having right. kids. So maybe this is for like those young couples who are just like, well, we were bored, so we had sex. Is that okay? <laughs> that's a that's a ask Pastor John right there. Right. Got a couple. Got a couple neurotic Calvinists that are <laughs> they've been married for three and a half weeks and they're like oh my gosh uh, I think we're sinning <laughs> P.S. is oral sex a sin P.S. what if you're bored <laughs> oh gosh I, I'd, I'd like to see John Piper's uh, 3000 word scripture exegesis of, of why it's not a sin because his he'd, he'd get there he'd, he'd get the right answer <laughs> but it wouldn't be pleasant he'd have to <laughs> it would be have, awful it would be an excruciating journey of it would be so awful <laughs> of, of scriptural minutiae to answer a simple question i don't even know if you could back this up scripturally because was anybody ever bored <laughs> Before, like, they had to literally work for every single thing they did. Like, you don't just get up and, like, turn the stove on or the coffee pot. Like, every activity involves so much work. Well, unless so, you're King David. I mean, well, yeah. 
Okay, so there we go. So maybe having sex because you're bored can be bad. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, in the case of Bathsheba, maybe so. Maybe when you're you're killing killing her husband to get to yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, this is my last one. I think we have, yeah, okay. The two biggest sexual problems in marriage, question mark, dot, 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 <laughs> down. Those are, those are dots going down, not across. Okay. But you would think they're like counting down, you know, but then they start with number one, okay. busyness, busyness, number two, being tired. And somehow that's a hashtag sex tip. I would just like to call that a hashtag reality check. Like, okay, this doesn't seem surprising at all, but how is that a tip? I mean, come on, generous wife. Like, what are we doing here? (laughs) What's it? So basically they're saying be less busy and be less tired if you want to solve your sexual problems. How do you, okay. How do you feel that the generous wife has nine thousand Twitter followers? Uh, like, am I jealous? Or I don't know. Like, I just well, this account has forty four thousand almost. Yeah. Does she really have that many? I wonder how oh, many of those forty four thousand are. I wonder how many <clears> of those forty four thousand are just like porn bots that somehow get sucked into the. Maybe because of the content. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just scrolling her feed. Oh gosh, the pictures are so bad. <laughs> Can we get the generous wife and Ann Voskamp together somehow? It was her first to her tweet today in bed. Great sex advice from a fortune cookie. <laughs> what? You know, like the thing where you read the fortune and then you you add in bed to whatever the fortune says. Oh, I got you. So. <clears throat> fortune cookies are yeah okay (laughs) okay um yeah never mind i'm not gonna never mind (laughs) i started to go down her feed but maybe that's yeah we'll just we'll just leave that alone i mean god bless them they have a heart for couples and they want to do good in the world (laughs) just (laughs) providing entertainment along the way for some of us <laughs> i love it you know no, nothing wrong with a couple you know repressed homeschoolers <clears throat> leading other <laughs> repressed christians to uh you know some laughter yes exactly all right we have a couple more tweets or facebook updates <laughs> speaking of facebook Yes. You don't have to put this in the show, but okay. you got the big share, the Chrysagis brothers sharing a blog of yours. I know. I it, just I wish they would find the podcast. I don't think they would like that as much. No, I, I don't think so. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really know how to approach the Chrysagis in real life. <laughs> because Yeah, did you comment? No, I did not. The, the, their Facebook post was from like July, so I totally missed it when it happened. Oh, bummer. But it was, uh, I had done a blog <laughs> a while back about like strange CCM videos. Yeah. And threw one of theirs in there. It was right around the time we did the podcast. 
and uh, uh, the podcast about the Chrysagas brothers. And uh, so, you know, they were in there with all these established CCM stars. And, and I think they they chose to take it as like a compliment of like, oh, right. we're, we're in the same conversation as. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was definitely like a vanity thing for them. I think they, they, I love it. They made it. Oh man. They're it. so great. They're just the weirdest. I want to be around them so bad. <laughs> just, oh, eventually, okay. eventually this podcast will grow to the point where, we just we just send you to one of their legends concerts. As yes, a, I would love that as a fun, sexy Bible time correspondent. Yes, that would be incredible. Would I get a press pass? Do <laughs> you think that's a long line? <laughs> no. <laughs> <coughs> okay, they would Which... definitely let you interview them if, if yeah. you yeah. They definitely would. Oh, I yeah, that would be fantastic. Okay, so which which of these you sent me two things? Which would you like to read? I I would just uh, I'll do I'll do Voskamp. You 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 go ahead and take the story, Micah. <laughs> okay. Here's a recording. Oh, it's a story, Micah. Here's a recording of my talk, Shattering Shame, from the 2018 Nevertheless She Preached conference, in which I teach on both women's period blood, and in parentheses. And the blood of Christ shed for us on the cross. All in the same sermon. Enjoy. Hashtag, it might be in the blood. What is this about? Did you listen to this? uh, No. But how did she she make, how did she connect these two things? Well, she definitely. That's what I need to know. She definitely got the order right. You know, you you lead with period blood, and then you just sort of in parentheses. In in parentheses, you you talk about the blood of Christ shed for us on the cross. The shed blood of our Savior that was an atoning sacrifice. That that gets thrown in there at the end. So, (laughs) and what is it? It might be in the blood. What? What is it? Um. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this. <laughs> what could it be? <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? I'm just, I'm, I'm hung up on the name. Nevertheless, she preached as, as yeah. the name of a conference. Right. So just a riff on nevertheless, she persisted. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I, I don't I don't know that I want to comment anymore on this I mean I I'm actually kind of interested in what she could have said what what is going like is what what is like the, the fascination with period blood like wh- I don't wow. know it has to be something right it's it's it, her thing <laughs> it, it it's it's okay to be like no we shouldn't shame people for period blood like that's that's a valid <laughs> point but this is weird that's just kind of like an adult thing like you kind of every adult should believe that right you don't shame people for a bodily function over yeah, which they literally have no control yeah but it's like a like a <laughs> straw man type thing now like she's raging against the, the unseen evangelical structure that is trying to hide the power of period blood it's like oh like maybe people <laughs> just don't want to talk about this like 
Well, why not? We talk about the blood of Jesus all the time. Uh, Jory, like, maybe, maybe, maybe that's her thing. Maybe it's like, um, Christians are obsessed with blood, but unless it's a period blood. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy that you like drifted into Jared Wilson's voice. For that. <laughs> I've never even listened to Jared Wilson. <laughs> no, I mean like the voice we use for Jared Wilson. <laughs> Uh, maybe that was it. I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. That I'll was report, like a, that was like a Jerry back. Wilson tweet, almost. <laughs> that was like half a Jerry Wilson tweet. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we can't we can't have an episode without going into Ann Voskamp's Facebook feed. <laughs> Just a, just a little, little, little something for the people today. This is from October 10th. All around you today will be this battle for you to do the big things, the mm-hmm. easy things, <laughs> the gratifying things, the feel-good oh. things. Yep. <laughs> but the thing is, do the right thing in the eyes of God. You're God. What if all those things are the same, though? <laughs> <laughs> the marriage bed tells me all those things are the same. I'm pretty sure some of those things start with C. <laughs> uh, absolutely. <laughs> Let's just go through it. The big things, the easy things, the gratifying <laughs> things, the feel-good things. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> check, 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 check. <laughs> I, I'm quite sure she's she's unaware of like the the way this sounds. Yeah, of course. But I feel like there's like a part of her that is just like like trying to get out, maybe. <laughs> like like a freaky part of her that she doesn't know is there. <laughs> I don't know. It's. I don't know, like, how, how are you supposed to read it when people, like, cons- consistently drop, like, It's loaded. really consistent. <laughs> it would be one thing if it was like, oh, wow, that person said something. Like, the time that, like, whatever the one you did of Matt Chandler last time, uh, which was... Uh, love must... <clears throat> something about truth like hardened truth must be softened yeah. by love or yeah, something yeah 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 some like that's he doesn't do stuff like that all the time obviously but her stuff is consistently <laughs> just there <laughs> gosh i just went on her page all the dot dot dots we're never getting her back on twitter are we i know she's she's lost to facebook she's she realized that it's she she needs more than the two eighty. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. Well, while you're while you're mining her 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 feed for content, I'm gonna we got a uh, a tip from the Fun Sexy Bible Time <laughs> Twitter. Thank you to Seth for uh, sending this to us. Seth, you know who you are. He <laughs> sent us uh, Eric Metaxas's tweet. Oh. <clears throat> and he's uh, Metaxas is is linking. Uh, is this recent? Yeah, it was like three days ago. Okay. He's linking a uh, a tweet from his show where he interviews Pastor Robert Jeffress. Oh, gosh. That's not the fun thing. The fun thing is his caption that he quote tweeted with. 
I had to interview Pastor Jeffress in my hotel room here in Fresno, and I wasn't even fully dressed. Life on the road. That's gross, Eric. Why would you put that? Why? I think he was he was strapped naked to a chair as he was interviewing. <laughs> oh, it would be torture to have to interview Dr. Robert Jeffress. <laughs> so, does that mean was was he there? Were they together? Was it like a phone interview? Well, that would certainly make more sense <laughs> than uh, Robert Jeffress being in the room with a Without him being fully dressed. And if he was, Eric, why didn't you just get dressed? It's like, come on in, Rob. Uh, you want to put some pants on? Nah, Have, come on in. It's probably because his one good shirt he brought was getting ironed or something. I, I mean, I, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> I don't ever iron. If I get the iron out, my kids are like, what's that? <laughs> It's true. Well, I mean, we it's just, just going to get wrinkly again. Well, I don't really have, I don't have a lot of clothes that need to be ironed. And Danny wears t-shirts 99.9% of his life. Oh. Well, I mean, there you, there you go. <laughs> I just feel like I'm failing my kids in this way. Well, I mean, <laughs> who's to say? Yeah. Maybe I'll do a home ec class in our homeschool curriculum. <laughs> Well, I mean, it all goes back to to you being selfish for being a uh, a homeschool mom. I'm selfish. Selfish <laughs> from uh, you know, just it knows no bounds. Your selfishness. It's true. It's true. What did you just send me? Okay, oh. I'm sending you two things because this is the part of the podcast where I all I see are boobs. No, come on now. <laughs> Bikinis and. This- this is the part of the podcast. Middle-aged man nipples. <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where I bombard you with things to try to get you to rant. Okay, I'm ready. So I'm sending you two things. The first one you've seen. The second one I just found a little while ago. Great. Um, so I'm just going to hit you with both of them and see what happens. <laughs> okay, what is this? Oh, my. I married my best friend's dad, and now I'm her stepmom. <laughs> a 27-year-old woman married her best friend's dad, who's twice her age. Which, okay, so let's look at this picture and guess which one is the best friend and which one is the daughter. Oh, just what I thought. The best friend is the one with the fake boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to scroll down to one more picture. <clears throat> I'm not going to get into my breast augmentation rant <laughs> because it's, I don't want to be insensitive to women in general, but okay. I thought he was very handsome. When he, when we first met, I worked with Kern's daughter. She was my best friend and he was married at the time. I was also in a relationship. I just can't even look at that picture of them. Oh, gross. <laughs> this is disgusting. I've told Danny more than once. First of all, Danny is adamant that if I were to die before, like, we're super old, he will never get married again. He's just like, no way. Not because I'm a horrible wife, but because I'm an amazing wife, obviously. <laughs> 
<laughs> but are you a fantastic wife? Yeah, I was trying to get that in there. I did a good job, right? <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> I said, well, anytime a story like this comes up, I'm like, if you do this, I will come back and haunt you. Because <laughs> it's just gross. Like, 52 and 27, that's gross. <laughs> Is there an age where it becomes acceptable? Yeah, here's the age. What's their what's their age gap? Twenty eight. What is it? What's what's the difference? It's like uh, twenty five years. Yeah, something like that. Okay, so here's where it's acceptable: seventy year old woman, ninety five year old man. I was thinking like sixty, eighty. Yeah, I feel like once you get to that point, the just the pond is getting really empty. And you could die at any time, anyways. So. Exactly. So you just need to like, you need a companion. But this is just, this is, this is not, they have no plans for having kids. Shocker. What 52-year-old man wants to have kids at 50-something? He's already done all that. What are your thoughts on this? I have lots of thoughts. First of all, it'd be horrifying to be that woman's... The daughter? I'd be, well, no. I'd be, it'd be horrifying to be the parents of the girl that's marrying this guy. Right, and they're the same age as now their daughter's husband. But also to realize, like, uh-oh, like, we did something, like, what do we do? <laughs> what, do what do we not do? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It doesn't seem to bother Taylor, who likens her mm-hmm. May-December romance to Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas, who have a similar age gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think, Aren't they divorced now? Yeah, I think they were a little farther along, too. Like, yeah. And it didn't start She was with, in her... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. didn't start with her hanging out with his kids. I feel like you should have saved this for Bethany Perkins, it who really, really, it really loves is. to rage against age gaps. And to be honest, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> it and, really is a, a Perk City topic. I'm going to go... I'm going to go the... Uh, I'm going to go an unexpected way in this. Okay. I'm going I'm to look at it from the guy's perspective. <laughs> okay. Well, I would expect that. Okay. I'm going to look at the guy's perspective. I bet it's like super exciting at first, obviously. I bet it's like an ego mm-hmm. trip at first. Yeah. And I bet it gives way to sort of like a, a gnawing sense of dread because you can't tell me that like that's going to be exciting forever. Like it's just imagine being out with her. Well, no relationship and, is exciting like that first excitement forever. I know, but like <laughs> so, it's, it's it, it's got to be it's got to be bad for that guy. And like when he comes down from that to realize, a, I don't have anything in common with this person, right? And B, like, can you imagine being out and like every time like a younger, attractive man walks in front of you, of just thinking she'd rather be with him, like yeah, she she'd rather be with him, like she's a, she's embarrassed of me. Yeah, like, so I that's mean, gotta, that's gotta that's gotta suck for that guy. Like, and he may not, not have the insight he's not to unattractive. Like, he's in shape and he has hair. Not that you know, whatever. But still, I mean, you can't. The body just ages. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do. You just get older, and you should get old at the same time as your companion. At least, like, relatively the same. Yeah. I, like, I could ne- 
I mean, the thought of being like a cougar, like be like a 50 year old woman with a, like a 20 something year old, that would just, that sounds awful because how self-conscious would you be all the time about the fact that you're with someone who's just like still in their physical prime, just, oh, the twenties, man. Yeah. (laughs) And then you're just sliding on down into, yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that carries like I think that carries over like across the the, the gender divide too. I mean, I think that guy is probably going to have that same thing too. Of I feel like men do age better than women. Why is that? You know what I think? I've actually been thinking about this a lot. I feel like it 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 actually annoys me. It's all related to just simple biology. Like why women are still attracted to older men. Uh Or they think, oh, that person's attractive. But, like, I can say, like, oh, this older man's attractive and it not be weird. But then if you say, like, an older woman's attractive, people are like, oh, what's wrong with you? Uh Even if she is attractive for her age, you know? And I think just simple biology, like, a woman that is, like, coming out of the years of, like, childbearing. Like, a man knows, like, she can't give me children. Like, even if that's not even in his conscious but then a woman is like in their subconscious like cave woman mind <laughs> they're like this guy's lived past 30 he's obviously strong and like capable of surviving so he's still attractive and like seen as a viable sexual partner well also yeah i mean i think you're, <laughs> you're right but yeah I mean, doesn't that make sense? You, know, you, you Just, don't want to go too far into like the stereotypes and, and like the archetypes of, of, you know, evangelical gender roles. But I mean, on some level, it does have to do with security of, yeah. like, oh, this guy's a little older. He's successful. He can take care mm-hmm. of me. Like, I mean, that's got mm-hmm. that's got to factor in it on some level. Right. But even just like the simple, like just the issue of like gray hair. I mean, some men, yes, do dye their hair, which whatever. But, like, we don't necessarily think of a man getting gray hair as, like, unattractive. It's like, uh-huh. oh, salt and pepper. That's sexy, salt and pepper hair. Mm-hmm. But a woman getting gray hair, that's like, oh, my gosh. I have mm-hmm. so much gray. It's not fair, really. Oh, I but, disagree. I think it's totally fair. <laughs> I still would definitely choose to be a woman over a man any day. <laughs> any day. Um. <laughs> oh well, well i don't know if those were angry enough rants for you but no i mean it's fine i just i just keep looking at this picture of this girl in this mermaid looking tail bikini i i love just... stories like this because there's always some kind of line in there from the guy of like oh you know age is just a number you know you shouldn't you shouldn't worry about age. yeah and well like... then go marry a 70 year old buddy <laughs> exactly <laughs> Age is just a number when I marry to a 20-something-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Like, everybody can't see right through that. Mm. So what do you think it's, uh, like, what do you think it's like for for the, uh, for the her to marry him? Do you think, like, do you think she'll come out of it first? Um, I don't know. I feel like... There's probably, like, that 
initial finance, like that financial security, the maybe, I mean, depending on her personality, if she's like enjoys, obviously we don't know their personalities at all, but let's just say like he's older, so he's not interested in partying or so then she'd be like, well, that's kind of, if she's that personality type, she might enjoy that. Like, but I feel like any relationship like this and just so many relationships in general, if there's people are just trying to fill a void and then they wake up and realize that it's still there, that gaping hole. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, reason number 972 that I'm thankful I'm not a pastor of what, I mean, what would you do? I mean, I mean, I know there's people like this in the church and that's fine. We're not like all the way judgmental about this, but I mean, like what if people like this came to the Lord and then started mm-hmm. coming to your church and was like, yeah, we're having problems in our marriage. It's like, well, no shit. You're old enough to be your dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. And But you can't just like tell them to, to break it off. Like you kind of have to just go with. No, but what you could do is like, hey, let's talk about the patterns that got you here. Like, now you're married, and you're married, and you should stay married. But what are the things that got you to this point? Because it's not like just because you get saved, those patterns go away, right? Yeah. So I'm just I'm just trying to help out Pastor Rich here. I hope he listens and gets some tips for how or, to do his job. <laughs> or we could just cut to the chase and be like, uh, ma'am, you obviously have father issues, and <laughs> sir, you obviously... <laughs> have you know (laughs) what's his issue just you know Uh, i heard also i I don't know if i've shared this before that a man's midlife crisis is not actually related to his age it's related to the age of his partner so it's like and that's also subconscious (laughs) just like oh no my partner is coming out of their prime they're not really thinking so much about themselves. Well, that would that's make so sense. crazy. That would make sense because guys think that they're all, you know, fine. In, yeah, I'm guys fine. think that. Yeah, I'm 23. <laughs> I, yeah, I could still. I'm never gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Roll tide. Roll tide. <laughs> No, don't even bring that into a podcast where I am on. I do not want to talk about football. <laughs> Alabama is such a weird team, though. The, the elephants and the roll tide and, like, it doesn't make sense. And our superstar quarterback from Hawaii. I think that Nate told me, like, the tide is the blood or something. Like, why do you say so, roll tide? Why would you listen to a Tennessee fan about anything? <laughs> I think I tweeted about it, and he responded. There's a, there's a there's a deep story there, but uh, you know we we don't really have time for it on this podcast. It's like a twenty minute story. Yeah, and I really don't have interest for it either. Fair enough. Fair It'd be enough. like me talking to you for five minutes about Hamilton. Hey, listen. It, Which, by it, the way, I have seen, and it's amazing. <laughs> we we did not even explain your extended absence from the podcast. Um, <laughs> Casey has been yes. away. I went away for three full nights, and it was fantastic. And I saw Hamilton on Broadway in New York City. 
in row F <laughs> for anybody who cares. It was so good. It was just better than I could have ever anticipated. And okay, here's my plug. Not for Hamilton. This is for this is my hashtag life tip. <laughs> Spend your money on experiences. Like if you have money to spend, don't buy crap. Like when we like finish the show or whatever your whatever your thing is, but when we finished the show it was like there's not anything we could have bought that would have brought us joy like going to see that did. And I was just like, can we please just stop buying crap that we don't need just because, you know? Even like we don't need to eat out at Chick-fil-A that many times a month. Let's put that money aside for an experience. So there's my hashtag preachy life tip of the day. So what what five things about Hamilton did you guys enjoy the most to begin with the letter C? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs>